Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So, to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, a show for Black women who are choosing their growth, health, and happiness in a world that still does not fully acknowledge our humanity. My name is Bree. I'm the host of the show, as well as a self-care coach. I help Black women go from feeling undervalued and overwhelmed to feeling more whole by embracing a self-care lifestyle that focuses on rest, ease, abundance, and liberation so that they can thrive and win in corporate America. Let's go ahead and get started with the show. Today, I want to talk about what it means to take up space You see it all the time, right? Take up spaces. Take up space, girl. Make sure you take up space. And I say it too, like take up space, take up space, take up space. Because I feel like that's so important for us as black women. I sat there and watched the Honorable Ketanji uh, Brown take up space. And she did it with such... I don't even really have the word to describe how I felt watching her during that confirmation hearing. But um, just one example of many of of black women taking up space and showing us, leading the way and and telling us, hey, girl, you know, don't don't abandon yourself. Come and get what you came for. Come and do the things you were put here to do and do it unapologetically. But we see that that that. I guess, platitude, if you will, take up space, take up space, take up space. And I realized I don't think I've ever really necessarily done a podcast on taking up space. Maybe I have and I don't recall, but I don't believe that I did. So I thought it was important to go ahead and and talk about that today. So that's what we're going to be talking about. I'm going to be giving you about three tips on how to take up more space And again, I feel this is important because as black women, especially, this applies to all black women, okay? But I'm speaking right now uh, mostly to those of us that are in corporate America, corporate environments. I hear from women. So when I had my private group, a lot of those women were in corporate America. When I get emails, uh, and actually I got a, a really nice email from someone recently that I probably will talk about just a little bit, but uh, just that environment is tough. That environment is tough. And a lot of times we're in these spaces where we're the only one, 
we're the only black person or the only black woman. There might be a black guy too, but usually in, in these corporate environments, there's not necessarily a lot of us in that specific department or maybe on the floor that you're on. You might have uh, a little circle or a little click, but you may not all work like in the same office or with the, even the same company necessarily. Um, but it's it's just so easy to be caught up in in that hamster wheel or that rat race and just feel like you have lost yourself you don't feel valued you're getting paid because why else would you stay right so that money you're making money you're making good money and it's helping you to provide for your family I know a lot of you are mothers and so you're able to do the things you need to do financially however it's like you you feel like you're invisible you feel like you have a label slapped on your just on you or on your file or whatever. And and sometimes you're in these tense situations where you're like, I don't know if I should speak up. I don't really know how to approach this because what are they going to say? You know what I mean? So we kind of shrink ourselves. We shrink and we shrink and we shrink. And it's, I, I feel like it's, it's expected of women to, to do that. It's expected of women to shrink. Have you noticed that? I know it's not just me. I know it's not just me that has seen uh, just how men act and are treated in in corporate America, in those corporate offices, in those corporate experiences, and we we just it's like we're expected to to shrink and or to dumb down and or to allow someone to take our ideas and make it their own and and, and or speak on our behalf as if they they know what we're going to say or, or, um, you know, so, <laughs> how many of you been asked, like, how do black people feel about that? You know what I mean? Those, those kinds of questions. So it, it's just a whole lot. And so I, some of us, like I, I came from a corporate America background. I was in corporate America, my last job for like 10 years, the job before that, um, Actually, I think it was ten, nine or 10 years too. Like, it's like when I get somewhere, I just stay there. Especially like if the money's good, you know, those good old golden handcuffs. If you don't know what that is, Google it. Uh, um, but I, I will, I, so what is that? Like 19, 20 years of my life, half of my life, corporate America, or, or a little less than half of my life, corporate America types environment, type of environments, excuse me. So that's why I wanted to speak specifically to, to you today. So let's go ahead and get into the episode, y'all. Um, so taking up space. I'm going to give you three takeaways that I have learned or explored um, in my time. And these three things, sometimes I have to work rework on these things. Every time you elevate Every time you step out of your comfort zone, every time you are priming yourself to go to your next and you, you hit this level or this accomplishment, um, sometimes you have to go back and readjust because you've built yourself up to a certain point and then now you are elevated. You're in this new situation, this new experience, this new season. And sometimes you've got to go back and unlearn and relearn some things because what has gotten you to this certain point, sometimes it just kind of like needs a booster shot, if you will, to help you get to that, to your next. 
to your next season, to your next career, to your next whatever, your next level, right? So there are times when I have to go back, like I will do some things, I'll, I'll um, ha- hit an achievement, hit, hit a goal, hit an accomplishment, whatever, this thing that I've been trying to do. And then I'm like, okay, I've, I've done it and I'm ready for the next, right? I'm ready for that next, whatever it is. And then I have to kind of go back and re, like I said, relearn some of these things. So I want you to understand that I am, I, I, I am very aware and mindful of these things I'm going to be speaking to you about because it's not, it's not a one and done, if that makes sense. Sometimes you just have to keep persisting or be persistent about these different levels of self-care or as you're beginning to embrace this lifestyle of self-care like we've been talking about for like the last what year or two so because self-care it really is a lifestyle it's not a one and done it's not like okay I've accomplished it and now everything's perfect this is like that's just not how it works it's just not how it works okay so uh, the first thing that I want to talk to you about when it comes to taking up space okay for me, it means honoring your value and not hiding it. So again, honoring your value, your worth, and not hiding it. I was speaking to someone recently, and I had to get on her case with love a little bit because, and, and she was someone, or she is someone that is going to be, um, I'm going to be coaching her on a VIP day. And when we met, and I don't want to give too much away because <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not here to be like, I talked to so-and-so or, you know, so I want to keep that part private. But um, she's she's dope as hell and she's amazing. And um, I'm just listening to her talk and she's telling me these different things. And, and I'm asking her, so did you do this or did you tell him that or did you? <laughs> and she's like, no, I know, not yet. No, I'm not doing this yet. I, I, I'm just not doing it right now because, and I'm like, because what? I said, what is happening here? Why are you hiding your brilliance? Why are you pausing? Like you're, you're hitting the break when you should be hitting the gas. I didn't say that part specifically to her, but that's what it, it feels like to me. Like you're hitting the break when you should be hitting the gas. Because you're ready to go, like in the car, the car is washed, it's clean, you you filled up the tank, like every, everything is you, the, everything is working, the everything like that. You got the music, <laughs> you got the GPS, like you're ready to go. You have you have everything that you need, right? To 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 just show the world how friggin' incredible you are. And you're hiding yourself. You're hiding. You're not showing up for yourself. You're not honoring your value. Also, this can look like, and I think I talked about this before, like one thing that I've noticed about men is they negotiate. So let's say, for example, you apply for a new position, again, in corporate America, and let's say at your old job, you made $50,000 per year. This new job is saying, you know, the salary is $52,000 a year or $54,000 a year approximately. And you, I feel like I've done this too. It's like, oh, great. It's a few thousand dollars more than where I'm coming from. Perfect. So you go into the interview and you basically just take that offer 
And it is what it is. Whereas with men, they in there negotiating for, I mean, to the gods. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're coming out with packs of trident layers, not 55000 They're coming out with sixty five and $70,000, even though the initial offer was like $55,000. they are negotiating 10 extra vacation days. Like, they just, even the most mediocre <laughs> of them, they are just negotiate like they they honor what they believe they're worth and I know that you are worthy I know that you have the receipts I know that you have the goods I know you got it girl I know you have it I know you have it but you are hiding it you are hiding it you are like, what is it? What do they say? Wasting the sexy? Like you are wasting the sexy. <laughs> you are hiding the goodies. You are hiding the goods that you have because you, for whatever reason, have this block where you don't feel like it's okay for you somewhere. You were taught that it is not okay to honor your value. One way that I was doing that, that I refuse, I will no longer hide myself. I will always do my best to honor what I am worth is I do not lower my price period I do not lower my price I'm not for everybody I only want to work with serious people. I only want to work with people that have a positive attitude. I only want to work with people that are willing to do the work, that are willing to be open. I mean, there's there's a few different things. But I know what I bring to the table. And I and it's crazy because I used to try to grab onto whatever I could because I'm like, "Well, I don't know, am I worth it? I don't know. I'm you know what I mean? But I'm not, I don't do, I'm not doing that for anybody. Whether it's a, if I ever go back to like a corporate environment or even just as I, I don't know if you know this, but I am going to be <laughs> launching a second podcast. I'm not exactly sure when, and it's going to be for those of you that are straddling, straddling the line between um, corporate America and building your own brand or starting specifically starting your own podcast or something along those lines. I'm still kind of fleshing things out, but like, so yeah, there will be a second podcast coming for those of you that are entrepreneur, entrepreneurial minded. And I'm excited for that, but it's like, I'm not, I'm not lowering my price. I feel like I support how I can. I give a lot away as well, I especially did back in the day where I was doing things for, either free or super inexpensive, which was honestly disrespectful to me. And I still have things that I'm doing where it's very, very, very low cost. Like for example, my Patreon, because I do primarily, I I want to support, but it's like, if you do not honor your value, it's like you're just giving everything away. How can you build if you are giving everything away? You're, it's like I was disrespecting myself out of fear. Can you relate? So honoring your value and not hiding it, moving towards those things you want to do, those things you know you are powerful enough and capable enough to do, 
but you're hiding it. You're hiding yourself. So I had to get on her case a little bit <laughs> while we were talking, but I did, uh, obviously with love, we had an r- amazing conversation. I love talking to black women that are really just going for it. I love that. So that's the first thing, honoring your value. The second thing that I, I have learned along the way in this process, when it comes to taking up space, uh, we talked about number one, honoring your value and not hiding it, hiding yourself. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP Verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. The second thing I would say is speak your truth, black woman, speak, (laughs) speak your truth, like owning your words. So here's the thing. Okay. Your opinion may be wrong because sometimes we are wrong. I've been wrong before. And sometimes I've had to go back and say, oh, you know what? I made a mistake. Or, or uh, my apologies, dot, 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 whatever, if it's worth apologizing for. You know what I'm saying? And not everything is worth apologizing for. Please don't get it twisted. Everything is not worth apologizing for, okay? I have to say that again. I don't know, but I'll say it one more time. Everything is not worth apologizing for, all right? But, um, you know, your opinion may be wrong, but that's not the point. That's not the point. The point is when you speak, like, you just speak with this clarity. You speak with this confidence. There's there's like this weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, weight, like heaviness to your voice, right? 
you're not questioning, you're not doing this vocal fry thing that drives me absolutely insane, you're not ending your um, every single sentence with a um, question, <laughs> like an anchor man. oh my gosh, I'm literally just now thinking about this, I'm sorry, y'all know that I'm a geek and a nerd, so Anchorman is one of my favorite movies, actually, I... <laughs> I was telling someone this before. I love Will Ferrell or Farrell. I keep calling him Ferrell. Will Ferrell. So I've watched Elf. I've watched all the Anchormans. I've watched uh, Blades of Glory. Lord have mercy. That was a hot mess. I've watched, what was it called? Brothers. I watched that Lifetime movie he did with uh, Kristen Wiig that was supposed to be like a spoof and a, a parody, but people were really up in arms because they thought it was serious and they was just hella angry. <laughs> But anyway, so I, I love Will Ferrell. And so he has Anchorman, if you've ever seen it. And um, so he's like this classy, I think, the, what was this, like the 70s? Probably the 70s, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, he's just as dumb as a box of bricks, bless his heart. But it's just so funny. Um, so whatever you would put in the t on the teleprompter, <laughs> he would just read it that way. It didn't matter what it said. So... <laughs> I forget exactly what happened, but someone put a question mark when he was supposed to say, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Sorry. Probably nobody out there is laughing but me. I, I'm a nerd, y'all. I'm just, this is, this is part of me owning myself and taking up space. Just, this is my truth. I'm not ashamed of it. But so at the end where he's supposed to say, for example, because he's reading the news. So that's like me saying, I'm Bree Mitchell. But someone put his name and then put a question mark after it. And so he was like, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> and you're watching dot, dot, dot news. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, but it's like when you speak, there is just this confidence and this knowing in your voice. You know what I'm saying? You're not questioning. You're not ending all of your statements with a question mark. You're you're not asking for any, you're not asking to be seen. You're not asking for anyone's permission. You say what you mean and you mean what you say and you say it with this, you, you're speaking from this place of authority, right? See, I just did it actually, right? <laughs> but you do it from this place of authority, and you're speaking your truth. Again, this doesn't mean that you aren't necessarily sometimes wrong, again, but that's not the point. The point is when you speak, you own your words. There's no, you're not doubting yourself. You're not, you're not, you're, you're sitting at that table at the conference room with your boss and co-workers in the team meeting or whatever or I guess on Zoom, are they still doing that? I don't know, whatever it is. And you're saying things, you're giving uh, solutions, and you're not timidly doing so. You are speaking as if you know, I deserve to be here, I deserve to be heard, I will be heard, these are my thoughts, and it is what it is, and I'm going to contribute to this conversation, right? Why do I do that? I, I notice that there's some things that I say that are a part of my repertoire <laughs> and they're annoying to me. And saying right with that question mark is actually one of them. I do that a lot. <laughs> but we're not talking about me. We're talking about you <laughs> right now. We're not talking about me. We talk about you, okay? 
But yeah, speaking your truth, real talk, speaking your truth, owning your words. So number one was honoring your value and not hiding yourself. Number two, speak your truth, talk your ish queen, right? And number three, this is the last one. This is the last one. Uh, Filling the room with your presence because you already know that you're meant to be up in there. Or filling that space with your presence. Back in the day, and this is something that I still have to be careful of because old habits die hard, especially depending on how I feel. You know how you feel affects your body, affects the way you stand, the way you talk, the way you walk, the moves you make. So just me getting to this place where I walk with presence, I enter a space with some type of presence. So I talked about once on the podcast how I really had the audacity of a white man. Like seriously, I had gone to the park and for some unknown reason, (laughs) for some unknown reason, instead of parent, I'm sorry, this is so funny to me still. And this was several years ago. Um, instead of parallel parking, I parked like in T formation. So the curb was to my right and I parked like I was making a T instead of parallel parking. I have no idea why I did this. And the people that were entering and exiting the park, they had to go around me. And I sat there for a good couple of hours owning that space. They, people that were going to, on my side, they had to go all the way. They had to go around me. Nobody said a word. Nobody said a thing. They all complied. They all went around. They did not say a peep. Now, they might have looked at me like I was crazy. I didn't notice because I was in my car journaling and doing my thing. But they did not say a word. They all complied. They all went around. And again, I sat there for hours. So that was me literally taking up space, making my presence known, and being so firm and unapologetic about it. It was bananas. And so long story short, when I, when I pulled out, that's so a couple of hours later, I realized I parked wrong and I just cracked up. I could not stop laughing. It was hilarious, but it was just proof to me that people will, will make space for you when you command the space. They're, they have no choice. They will use space. Will, they will make space for you when you command the space. So one thing, so something I like to do is, again, just, I want to be comfortable in my body, in my own body. So that's a part of it. You got to be comfortable in your own body. Uh, I know what it feels like when I'm feeling low, you know, low in my confidence. I'm feeling timid. I feel I'm hunched over. I'm like, I'm shrinking. I'm I'm hunched over. It's like, I I don't want to be erect and, and be bigger than I am. So I'll shrink. So I've really made a point to move my body on a regular basis. So before I record this podcast so that I can feel just more alive and to take up even the space here as I'm recording, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm just very confident and very, um, 
I don't know. I'm just here at my desk and I'm taking up space. That's the easiest way that I can explain it. I'm not shrinking. I'm not timid. And I can tell you by the time I was a time or 10, but not here. Okay. Not in this space. I'm, I, I'm just taking up all the space that I can here at my desk while I'm talking to you on this recording, on this podcast. So part of that looks like for me, just regularly being familiar and comfortable just in my own body. When I go for my walks, like if I'm walking into the store or something, I try, if I remember to move a certain way, like I just move, I, I, I hold my body erect and there's just like this, I can't explain it, but there's just like this, you know how we do. There's like this swag to my hips when I'm walking um, or this sway in my hips and my body's erect. And I'm, it's not like this over-exaggerated thing, but it's just like this, this walk, right? There's, it's just this walk. Um, it's just a bit of grace and a bit of swag at the same time. I really can't explain it. It's just like this way that I, you know, kind of roll my hips a little bit when I'm walking. And my back is straight. My shoulders are down. I try to be very mindful of that. I'm not saying that I do this every single 100% of the time, but I try to be very mindful of how I'm holding my body because I do want to be, you know, aware of of how I'm presenting myself, not for their sake, for my sake. Um, so one good reminder that I have for you, if you are like me and you need to check your posture on a regular basis, this is not my tip. I read about this in a book, I cannot recall which book I read this in, but uh, one tip that I picked up was putting post-its on your doors or your or your door frames. So if you have a, well, of course you have a bathroom, right? So on your bathroom, take a post-it, put it on your door frame. Your bedroom door, take a post-it, put it on your door frame. Your kitchen door, take a post-it, put it on your door frame. What other doors are there? Um bathroom, kitchen, I guess if you have a living room door, you know, or if you have your own office, put a post-it on that door frame. And the purpose of the post-it is every time you walk through a doorway, it's a reminder for you to like check yourself before you wreck yourself. No, just kidding. Check yourself, check your position, check, check your, um, your body, Check how you how how are you standing? What thoughts are you having? What's your confidence level like? Are your shoulders down? Is your head up? Like just reposition yourself so that way when you enter and exit whatever these spaces are, it's just a, a reminder for you to just kind of check in with yourself. Are you taking up all the space? And then another thing that I do when I walk outside. <laughs> Uh, I don't automatically move out of anybody's way. I, I'm just, I just, I'm, I don't, I don't do that anymore. And I'm not doing it to like be a jerk or anything, but goodness, I used to always move out the way. I, I, <clears throat> excuse me. I felt like I was always the inconvenience. I don't do this anymore. I'm not purposely playing chicken with somebody or purposely, you know, getting in someone's way so that they can so I have to make them move I'm not I'm not saying that at all but what I'm saying is um I don't just automatically just off the strength move out of somebody's way when I'm walking so I've you know had a couple some some bump into interactions with a few people that just you know they just did not want to move out of the way and neither did I 
And again, I don't do this to be a butthead. But it's for me to confirm that I am worthy of being in this space. And I'm not an inconvenience or in anybody's way. Because I used to feel like that. I used to feel like I was an inconvenience. I used to feel like I was a bother. I used to feel like I didn't, it wasn't good for me to um, be confident in my walk. Does that make sense? So these three things for me, and, and I'm not saying this is an end-all, be-all list, but these are some of the primary things for me that help me to take up space. And they help and they work. So again, number one, honor your value. Stop hiding yourself. Stop lowballing yourself. Number two, speak your truth. Own, own your words. Own what you say. Own them words. And then number three. Um, what was number three? Sorry, I lost my train of thought. I'm looking at my notes here. But number three is um, fill, fill the room with your presence. Fill the room with your presence and, and check on yourself to make sure that you are just, again, like if you find the post-its helpful, do that. Try it for like a week. Try it this week. Hang, I, I, I want to challenge you to put several post-its, like again, one in your bathroom, like the frame, one in your bedroom frame, one in your kitchen frame, your living room frame, wherever. You're, you know, everyone's houses are set up a little bit different, but you've got to have at least, I would imagine, maybe one for your back doors, so maybe two to four, five different door frames that you enter and exit on a regular basis, but put one posted on each one. Every time you walk through a door frame, you see that posted, use it as a reminder to check in with yourself. How do I feel right now? How's my posture? Check in with yourself. I promise you it'll it'll be it'll start to become a habit too. It'll start to become a habit to where you don't necessarily need the post-its, but it's a good place to start. So for you again, sis, I just want to really encourage you to do the things that I talked about in this podcast because you're worthy of that. You're worthy of just prioritizing yourself in that way. You know, you don't have to play small, you don't have to be small. You don't have to shy away. You don't have to shrink yourself. You don't have to bite your tongue uh, because you are afraid to say something, whatever. No, we're not we're not doing that anymore. You are allowed. You have permission, not from me, from you. I'm not giving you permission because that's not mine to give. It's you. You can give yourself permission to just take up this space that you deserve and to do it the way that feels good for you. All right. So that is actually it for this week's episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. I would love to hear your thoughts on, on just taking up space and how that works out for you and how that feels for you, especially those of us that are currently in corporate America. I would love to hear from you. You can email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T at browngirlselfcare.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed week and I will see you on the next episode.